Misha R. from Jamaica has the following question. She says, can you please elaborate on what is meant by still being morally obligated after a divorce? Basically, this comes from my understanding of trying to combine and put together all of the statements in scripture on the topic of marriage and divorce. You know, on one hand, you could say any divorce means you're totally free and now you can do whatever you want because every divorce is legitimate. On the other hand, you could say um, only legitimate reasons for divorce create divorce, this would mean that a lot of people are actually still married. Like they're still actually married, even though they have a legal divorce, even though they haven't been together in 10 years, 20 years, they're still legally in God's eyes married. But I think that neither of these options works well for us when you try to reconcile them with the statements of Jesus in scripture. So let's look at what Jesus said. Matthew 19, 9, Jesus says, and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. Now, what's interesting is that Jesus does actually affirm the existence of the divorce. He just affirms illegitimate grounds, right, except for sexual immorality. And we've talked about grounds in my whole series on marriage and divorce. But the point here is that he seems to acknowledge the divorce is a real thing, but then goes on to suggest that the person is still morally obligated, that it's it was wrong for him to marry another. He still committed adultery by marrying another. I think that this is a way of reconciling all of what Jesus says about the topic, along with what other scriptures say about it. I can give other support for this as well. For instance, the law of Moses, it definitely recognized second, even third marriages. Whether they were right or wrongly entered, it still recognized the marriage as real. Now, it may have been an immoral act to, to get in that marriage. That didn't mean it wasn't a marriage. So here are two verses in 1 Corinthians 7 that I think pull all this stuff together for us to help sort of ratify why I'm saying that you can be, you know, actually divorced, but still morally obligated to your spouse if you haven't had legitimate divorce or something that's happened afterwards that has legitimized the separation. First Corinthians 7 verse 10 through 11, it says, to the married, I give this charge, not I, but the Lord, the wife should not separate from her husband, but if she does, she should remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband. And the husband should not divorce his wife, uh, giving the same rule for husband and wife here. Now, a couple things you need to know. First, okay, the word separate up here, it doesn't mean, okay, in modern American terminology, separate means a legal separation that's not a divorce. But in Rome, in, in Roman times, when this was written to the Corinthians, separation and divorce were the same thing. If you separated, that was a legal divorce. There's no difference. So he's saying a wife divorced her husband. So he acknowledges a divorce, and then he acknowledges it again when he says that she should remain unmarried. If the woman's unmarried and she's remaining unmarried, then that means the divorce was real. But she should be reconciled to her husband if this is possible. Why? Because there's still a moral obligation based upon the commitment, the covenant, and the union that they had in the prior marriage. So they are truly divorced. They're truly separated, but they should get back together. Now, there's a whole lot more I have on this topic. There are scenarios where, you know, this this can't happen or, or things change over time. And now the woman is free or the husband is free. But generally speaking, the general rule is a Christian couple gets divorced. They ought to seek reconciliation. They ought to work through their problems and they ought to get back together. That is that is God's general plan and will for, for mankind on these issues. I'll share one comment from Jeff, who also commented on the video, who kind of echoed the same sentiment. He says, wow, when I got divorced, I continue to feel morally obligated to my ex-wife, even though the court had finalized our divorce. We tried to fix things, but it fell apart again. It wasn't until she changed her last name to marry another that I felt it had ended completely and I could move on. And that would be one of those scenarios where it's like, okay, yeah, now your, ob your moral obligation is ended. She has married another. And so this is, um, this is a good question. I hope that gives some clarity for you. If you want to watch more videos like this, uh, subscribe and even check down below in the video description for a playlist on all my stuff on marriage and divorce.